0: Hi, all you SPMEs out there. Today's question has three answers. And the third answer is a secret that will make you a lot more money than perhaps you would otherwise make if you stick with Barnes and Noble. But we'll get into that a little bit later. So you're going to want to stick around. So the question that was asked today was, should you start self-publishing on barnes and noble well this is an excellent question and it's completely understandable since there are so many different platforms that you can publish on which one is right for you it depends a little bit upon which one's going to make you more money which one maybe is more reputable which stores that your books are going to end up in is it going to be just one store or is it a massive distribution there's a lot of questions that you're going to want to be able to get the answer to. This is Chris Baird from selfpublishingmadeeasynow.com. Click the subscribe bell if you'd like for me to make more videos like this one and check out below in the description for my free self-publishing checklist to help you get started or to help you make sure you aren't skipping any important steps with the books that you are self-publishing. Because here at selfpublishingmadeeasynow.com, Self-publishing doesn't have to be so hard, and that's where it's all about. So, should you start self-publishing on Barnes & Noble? Well, let's get into my story. When I first started publishing, I began with Amazon. That was really the only one I even knew that was even a possibility. And at the time, it may have been. I know Barnes & Noble did not have the service available at the time. For me, there were several other options, but Amazon seemed to be the right choice, so I went from there. Later on, I discovered that I could branch out, and so I put my book on other sites. I tried Apple, and uh, with, I used Smashwords. To get my book published across some other platforms, the my ebook version that is not just the since my I already had the Kindle version and I took it off select just to test it out. I put it onto Fiverr. I sold it directly. Uh, a whole series of different options, testing them out in order to see which ones were working best for me. I also tried running ads against them. I tried doing free promotions on Amazon. I put my books onto Lulu, onto it was uh, also CreateSpace of course, Audible, ACX. Uh, uh, and then finally, Ingram Spark. So there's a wide variety of places that I found I could put my eBooks in order to try to make money off of them. And trying to figure out and testing and checking with different courses I had taken, uh, videos and and Facebook groups, all sorts of feedback, YouTube videos that were discussing this issue of where are you going to make your best profit, where are you going to get the highest distribution what should you do with your books? It was a little bit confusing, but I, I tried all of them and I came to several key conclusions. So should you start self-publishing on Barnes and Nobles? Well, the easy answer to this one is no, you should not do that. And there's a number of reasons why. One of them is lower distribution and lower royalties than with Amazon. And that's it's 65% if you do go with the with uh, Barnes & Noble, whereas on Amazon, you're going to be making 70% royalties. In addition, there's another issue here, which is the number of readers, the people who are visiting the site on a daily basis. It is a massively larger number of people at Amazon. I mean, even Barnes & Noble is continually the question, are they going to go bankrupt? Do they need to be bought up by somebody There's all sorts of questions regarding Barnes & Noble, and it's not clear their future is actually safe. And that also comes back to the fact of how many customers exactly are they driving to their website who would be wanting to buy your books. In addition, if you do publish each book on Barnes & Noble, you will need to do a lot more work and only get to get the higher royalties. Whereas One option which I would recommend is going for aggregators, and that brings us to our secret answer of the day, which is for eBooks, going with Smashwords is the best way to go. You can go with Kobo, and you can go with a lot of other options, but with Smashwords, you're going to be able to get your your eBooks out to a larger group of people than you would if you try to do it just an individual website one at a time, and so. That was what I found to get the maximum distribution, the highest royalties, also getting them paid off on a regular basis whereas I think Barnes and Noble was 60 days and Amazon was every 30 days so you're going to be able to see the money flowing in a lot faster for the ebook versions now for the uh, for your paper, et- Print versions. Then this is also an interesting one because you can still get it into a lot of these stores. But instead of going with each individual store, you want to use an aggregator. So when you make changes, it will roll them out to all of the stores. And that was for the eBooks. The aggregator I would suggest, of course, was Smashwords, not Draft2Digital or these other ones. Smashwords is the best. Um, If you are just again on the eBooks, if you really want to maximize profit, at least at the at the current moment, it's running ads on Amazon for your Kindle books and making sure that you're on Amazon select KDP select so that you can't sell your books on other platforms, your Kindle books or your ebook, but at least you have the ability to run those ads and the ads bring in an insane amount of profit. So you're definitely going to want to do that. Check that out. And if you find that you aren't able to figure out this ad issue On Amazon or are not making profits. Some people have complained that the profits have gone down and they're correct, but there are still tricks and things that will get those ads to convert for you. Um, Then I definitely would do Smashwords. Now on the paperback format, the correct solution there is going to be first we start with Amazon print. It doesn't cost you anything to put it out there. They'll review it for free. They'll help go back and forth until you figure out the pattern of how exactly to get those print books out. And they will use their own ISBN number, so you don't have to pay $150 for that ISBN. However, their their distribution, which is large, it isn't as large as it can be if you go with Ingram Spark. But there you're gonna pay for your print books to you're gonna pay for them $50 for them to review it, unless you have a promo code, which they regularly have. And you have to have an ISBN number, which if you're in Canada or Norway like I am, you're able to get those ISBNs for free, depending. There's some constraints on there. But if you're in the U.S., again, you're back to $150 for your first ISBN, and the price goes down if you buy $10, maybe $1,000 or something, and then it gets cheaper as you go. If you want to buy 10,000 ISBNs, but I don't know how many books you have. I have 170, and that can be a little bit pricey if you go this particular route. And so I, I get my ISBNs for free, so I don't have to do it. But there's less competition on Spark because of this exact reason. And the other thing to remember Ingram Spark is that you have even extended distribution and money's coming in. That uh, I find my sales in Ingram Spark to be equal or maybe greater than I'm even getting on Amazon. I'm not limited to print editions on Amazon. Uh, I am not even running ads and I'm still getting sales that are equal or greater than I'm getting on Amazon. So it's definitely something you're not going to want to pass up. And then finally, for your hardback books. Lulu is usually the correct choice. It's the cheapest. You also, you don't need to have an ISBN, but you do need to have a a proof copy that will be sent to you. So that's going to hit you at 20, $25 to get that copy so that you approve that. And now you have a print version and all of these, by the way, end up back on Amazon anyways, but if Amazon ever freezes your account or questions, anything you're doing, which I have seen happen, you still will continue to have money flowing through these other Revenue sources, so you're not limited to just Amazon. And this is something you're not going to want to forget about because that will come right at your bottom line. You never want to have all of your eggs in one basket and having everything on Amazon would be not very strategic. But at the same time, you may not want to go and publish your book individually on all of the thousands of sites that actually have books, so you're going to want to aggregate it. But Barnes & Noble, from everything I've read and everything I see, is not the correct choice for self-publishing. Now, I could be wrong. So... Should you start self-publishing on Barnes & Noble? What have you found? Maybe you found something I haven't considered. I'd really be interested if you let me know below in the comments and look up above me here and you'll see other answers to your self-publishing questions. Thanks.